Hello and welcome back to another video on this channel. Today we're going to be talking about one of Dostoevsky's key concepts in his works, which is the role of reason. Now there's a lot of different approaches that Dostoevsky has towards reason, and it's not exactly very clear-cut into exactly what is his relationship with the ideas of rationality, the truth, especially empiricism, and what some sometimes is referred to as the Euclidean mind in, in the Brothers Karamazov. These things are very broad concepts and I don't want to make it to seem that I'm going to try to cover everything that Dostoevsky is saying about reason or rationality. Rather, we'll be talking about kind of an initial introduction to his thoughts about reason and of course, like always, if you have any questions or want me to elaborate on anything, then let me know in the comments below. I'll happily uh, discuss those concepts with you there. So today we're going to be talking about three main things. First of all, how he views that reason is insufficient how he views reason as secondary, and also how he views reason as a very dangerous tool. Now, this is not to say that Dostoevsky doesn't like reason at all. We're going to be talking about that in a bit. But bef before we get into this video, I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this concept, make sure to like and subscribe. It really means a lot to me and really, really helps this channel grow. So with that out of the way, let's first get to our first point, which is reason is insufficient. Now, of course, like always, if you want to go to anywhere on this video, timestamps will be in the description below. So you can go to whatever section that you want the most or what you're interested in. Though I do think that understanding all three parts is very important for at least having an introduction into what Dostoevsky believes as reason. So when we're talking about reason being insufficient to Dostoevsky, I think something which is very important to note is Dostoevsky's view of the human soul. Dostoevsky doesn't view humans as a very one-sided being, but rather as a very complex uh, person, as a complex being with a lot of different uh, parts and ideas and, and different um, thoughts interacting with each other. Almost the idea that all these different concepts, these different personalities or are, are, are multi-dimensional personalities all occur and clash together within one person. And that's why some people would make a critique of the idiot by saying that Mushkin is so purely one-sided that it doesn't seem very realistic when compared to the other characters like Ivan Karamazov and uh, even um, Alyosha. Both of them seem to be a bit more um, dualistic or they have a bit more different personalities when you compare to Mushkin. Though, though I do disagree with that to some degree, but I do see where these people are coming from. So when we're saying that reason is sufficient, you have to look at it from the backdrop of humans being complex beings which cannot be reduced to a single um, idea or a single concept and that humans are not reducible to a certain um, framework like, let's say, maybe Marxism, where it says, well, everything's a result of um, a class struggle or, or that everything naturally you could, you could almost, um, so maybe Hegelian historicism, where you could say, well, you can you could get this end of history via understanding what humans are like. And Dostoevsky would probably look at that and say, well, humans are too complex for us to be able to make that analysis or to make that conclusion that humans, that um, you can actually judge or categorize humans to a certain Degree. So that's important to bear in mind when we're talking about Dostoevsky and reason and reason being insufficient. And perhaps one of the ways where we see that reason is insufficient is the idea that nature, and this is a quote in one of his letters, nature, the soul, love and God, uh, one recognizes these through the heart and not through reason. And what this essentially is saying is that, well, when you're approaching certain concepts, when you're approaching certain ideas, it is impossible for us to purely rely on to rely on um, your reasoning. You cannot use your argumentation to get to certain conclusions about human nature, about 
about beauty, about the soul, about what it means to be human. Some of these things cannot be reached through reason. And of course, I was, um, you have to have a very strong definition of what does reason mean here, because reason, when used in a looser or a broader sense, can almost encompass everything. Any experience can almost be put into reason. Any feeling can be put into some broader definitions of reason. But I think what we have to be, um, be clear here is that reason, as defined here, is a very argumentative kind of reasoning. You have the syllogisms, you have the premises, you have the arguments. There's very kind of like if you're thinking about philosophy as a whole, you say, well, that's like the logical the analytic philosophers where they're only dealing with syllogisms and concepts and of course this is of course a very broad um, generalization or a reduction of of what it is the analytic philosophy but if you have to think of well what is reason being defined here then maybe the best way to look at it is to first think about those kind of the more logical the drier side of philosophy and it's not to say that these are bad Dostoevsky does recognize the importance of this but at the same time he's saying well this type of reasoning this type of thinking is unable to explain the full um, the full experience of a humanity. You cannot um, reduce all of human experience to reason. There's things like beauty, love, God. These things cannot be explained through reason. And in some extent, he would tie in the good to this as well, and especially with his relationship between good and God. He would say, well, when you do not have this um, reasoning, this reasoning can't fully explain our understanding of the good. These 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 concepts are 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 experienced immediately through the heart. And these other um, other uh, faculties of the human mind or the human experience, which cannot be touched by reason or are separate from reason. And, and I want to make it very clear, and this is something which Leibniz uh, develops as well, where he says, well, these concepts are not necessarily against or contradictory to reason, but rather some of them are above reason. And we will develop that later when we say reason is secondary, but we'll say that for Leibniz is that some things can be beyond reason or above reason when you're talking about a mystical experience, perhaps, or a a relationship with the divine these things cannot be explained purely via uh, by by reason but have to be um seen as above reason or beyond reason which which is very different from saying it's contradictory to reason so that's the first um insight that dostoevsky has on reason is that it is insufficient and in the same way he would say well reason is also secondary and you might say well what is it secondary to well dostoevsky would say well reason is secondary to the heart or the experience of God or the personal relationship with God, and that is perhaps Dostoevsky's contribution to say, well, in, in, in history, especially after enlightenment, we're so focused on proving X, Y, and Z, believing in exactly what we prove, and having the, a direct relationship between the truth and what we believe in, and that, and that, and in some sense, the way we live should be immediately, um, I would say, reflecting what is true, or we should only believe in what we believe is true. And of course, these are all very substantially different things. For example, well, you should believe in something which is true, should we prove it? How, to what degree do you know that something is true? Of course, all things are induction, and it's not 100 100 is necessarily X to be the case or something. So you do notice that there is a lot of different ways to approach this as well. However, uh, what Dostoevsky is saying is, well, reason is secondary. Some of the most important things, like, or what actually makes human humans, are precisely the fact that we are beyond reason, not beyond reason in the common sense, in like, oh, oh the, the, the society, the cultural idea, like, oh, this person's anti is beyond reason, or the world's flat, but beyond reason, this is not that kind of beyond reason, but rather there are things which transcend the, the realm of pure reason, or, and of course, pure reason has kind of you know, connections, but you you're kind of saying, well, these certain ideas go beyond the reasoning which you have to a world which is um, transcendent, and that world is more important than purely the world which we experience the reason. You can only argue towards so much, and so you have to take that leap of faith, perhaps in Kierkegaard's terms, to take that leap of faith beyond that world of, of that resignation, or beyond that world, just purely what you can reason to, into a world of trust and faith and belief and experience. And, and in, in the same way, you would look at um, maybe a relationship, love for someone. Perhaps you would say, well, maybe I cannot reason towards that love towards someone. You have this emotional attraction to someone, you're like, well, did I actually reason myself there? You would say no, but it doesn't change the fact that that is nevertheless very real and very significant and important to you. And in fact, if you look at, well, what's the most important passage of life, perhaps you could ask, and you would say, well, it's marriage, it's um, maybe having a child or something like that, right? And you would say, well, these certain things are the most important to uh, someone. It's like family is most important to you. And you say, well, try to reason to that. Yes, you might reason like um, evolutionary thing. If you're within a family structure, you'll have the best chance of survival. And you say, well, maybe that's the case. But well, 
how about the love? How about those ex emotions and experiences as well? It's way more difficult to reason towards it. And I don't even think you can reduce it to your, the well, you cannot reduce the love to the reason. For example, it's kind of like the idea of you can understand every single component of the hormones or the chemistry of love in your brain, but you'll never say, well, the experience I feel towards someone is precisely those chemicals in my brain. You'll say that there's a disconnect and that um, the former is more significant than the latter in the sense that the love for someone is more significant than just the understanding of the chemicals. So there is this idea that reason is secondary and, and perhaps one of the best quotes for this is also in another, another of his letters, which is, if anyone could prove to me that Christ is outside the truth and the truth, um, the truth really uh, did exclude Christ, I prefer to stay with Christ. And you might say, well, that's just forsaken reason. And and, and, and I understand why that this quote can be taken to mean that thing, though I would suggest that Dostoevsky isn't saying here that he believes that Christ is indeed outside the truth, but rather he's saying, well, if you have these two situations, and he's not saying that he does have these two situations, but he's saying, well, the arguments against Christ is very, very strong, just as the arguments for Christ is very strong as well. But if, if you did reach that situation, you would still stay with Christ over the truth. And even if it did happen for Dostoevsky, that, well, the reason fails, you'll still stay or you'll still believe in Christ and the idea that these things, these transcendent ideas or these emotions, these beliefs are more significant than the reasoning alone. And that's what Dostoevsky is trying to get at here. And finally, what he says about reason is reason leads to madness. And what does this mean? I think that when you're saying reason leads to madness is something that if you're only going to build your uh, worldview based on reason, or reasoning alone, and of course, we're still using reason in that very limited terminology or ideas, you would say that that leads to a very a horrible life, which can very often lead to insanity or madness. And that's what we see in Ivan Karamazov and the underground man in Notes from the Underground. In both situations, we do see this idea that these people are trying to rationalize everything to provide a full um, understanding of the world. And, and perhaps underground man is, is a bit different in the sense that he does recognize to some degrees the limitations of that reason and how it's unreasonable to only reason. And when you reason that you reach that crystal palace, it leads to destruction to some degree. But so perhaps it's a better um, example of Ivan, where you see Ivan is trying to understand everything. He's trying to um, put put everything down to reason. And of course, you have the pro and contra in the brother Karaz the brothers Karamazov, where you have um, Ivan and Alyosha talking about the arguments for and against God. And it's really just um, Ivan Karamazov arguing against God in so many different arguments with his reasoning. And then um, and Alyosha replies with a kiss. And then towards the later end of the novel, Ivan sees a devil and, and wrestles with devil to some degree and in quite a juxtaposition way of uh, wrestling, with the, wrestling with God, perhaps. So you do have this interesting dynamic here. And you're saying, well, what exactly is going on? Like, what exactly is the situation? It's like, well, if you're only going to reduce everything to this reason, you'll figure out that it is going to um, bring all the soul, bring all the life, and bring all of what it means to be human out of you. And and, and that's one of Dostoevsky's main warnings in The Brother Karamazov, is that, you could, yes, you can think all about the arguments against God, you can think all about reason, but at the same time, you must understand that there's a massive price to pay if you only follow that reasoning down a certain road and he's saying, well, yeah, I've, I've struggled with these problems all my life. And that's why in the same letter that of the quote I said previously, he says, I'm a child of this age. I'm a, I'm a skeptic. I'm a doubter. But, but at the end of his life towards the brother Karamazov, he's saying, well, yes, I've gone down that road, but I've realized that going down that road is greatly harmful. Going down that road would drive me close to insanity and that and that by going down that road, not necessarily that is wrong reasonably, but rather that it is wrong because it takes away what it means to be human, that love, the, the experience of love, that 
that um, experience of the divine, of beauty, which cannot be found in anything else. And, and that's something which is, which is very um, important when you're looking at Dostoevsky, is that he's not arguing that reasoning is, important, is not important, but rather that he's arguing that reasoning itself, without the further faculties of emotion, of, of experience, of, of that which makes you human, then becomes pointless. And I think that, that these three ideas kind of summarize beautifully what Dostoevsky views as reasoning. It's not necessarily something which we should run away from. It's not necessarily something that we should hide. But rather that when we're reasoning, we need to understand that that is not the end of the world or the be-all and end-all. And that when we're reasoning, we have to think about the other consequences of our reasoning. It's not just enough to say, well, oh, let's philosophize X, Y, and Z, get to reasoning, reason to X, Y, and Z conclusion and end there. It's about understanding what does that imply to our lives? How does that change who we are as human beings who live in this world? And, and that's something which is very important. So I hope you've enjoyed this video. If you enjoyed this video, make sure to like and subscribe. It really means a lot to me and really helps the channel grow. Like always, stay safe, my friends. Let me know in the comments what you thought about this video. Any ideas, any questions, anything you agree or disagree with. Let me know in the comments below. Stay safe, my friends. See you soon. Thank you for watching. And God bless. I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for watching and goodbye.